This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Boonwurrung country and we wish to acknowledge them as traditional owners. We recognise First Peoples of Australia as the original storytellers of this country and pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. You are listening to a semi-precious podcast hosted by Uncut and Unpolished Sisters Amber and Jade. Hello and welcome to episode 8. Hello. Hello. We passed my lucky number seven. We did. Let's not lucky number. go there again. I don't even think we fielded that question, did we? <laughs> uh, actually, we did, didn't we? At the Bite Big launch, somebody said, yeah, they're only single digits. Single digits. Yeah. Somebody agreed with somebody you. Who was it? Verified. I'm not sure, but someone clever. Someone clever. <laughs> She'd prep them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this episode is Dating Shenanigans. Right. Old school dating, how we dodged a bullet. Is that just is that just like topic number one? Yeah. Okay. Number one. All right. Dodged a bullet. What what bullet did we dodge in particular? (laughs) Well, lots, but I we were talking before about how we were sort of old school online dating. And so we dodged the swipe right, swipe left. Modern day dating. And the casualness that came along with that, not to say that there wasn't casualness on the internet dating that we were doing, but it was less common, Mm. I think, than the... It's uh, less gamified. I feel like now it's like just a, it's like paying Uno on your phone. Yeah, it is. Or Solitaire or Candy Crush maybe. And what else did we miss, Amber? I'm going to make you say this one because I said enough of this word the in the picks. last yeah. episode. <laughs> and I, I did say before that I have never had the delightful pr- pleasure of receiving a dick pic and I think that might be a rare thing to say these days. Do you think? I think it is. I don't think I have either. Yeah. I had one that was... I don't know, marginally close. Like what's like some abs and down to that like Yeah, down to the down to that region. Yes, down to the region. <laughs> um, like a little old lady down in the nether regions. Down to the region. And you know what was so amusing about that? That in the corner of the pic was the mum. This this guy lived what? at home. So he was mid-30s, lived at home. Was his mum just sort of poking her head out from behind a wall? Like she was just, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I think I'm having flashbacks mm. to this picture. Yeah. Yeah, that's. So it was like taken from above, clearly didn't, either just didn't look at it before or sent it. And then <sighs> there's, yeah, little old Nonna. Ready for some dinner Pasta. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't get any of those. I mean, I had some other weird stuff, but So were you on that. you would have been online dating too? Yeah, I was online dating. So RSVPs is mm-hmm. the poison. Yeah. Mm. Was there any other? I did eHarmony. eHarmony as well. you did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Over the cheesy ads at oh, eHarmony. So terrible. They're still just as bad. Are they? I don't see ads anymore. I like the principle of eHarmony, but in practice it does not account for just human biochemistry energy that you get from Was someone. it trying to match you up based on your philosophies? And, of course, 
most people say the same types of things, like mm-hmm. when you're conducting consumer research. Yeah, you like going hiking. Yeah, I like being, I like making good food choices. Animals. I love animals. I love volunteering. Yeah, I love travel. I love, love exploring travel. the world, uh-huh. yeah. meeting new people. Love great food. My family. Yeah. Love my family. So, yeah, you just end up with just the whole soup anyway. Yeah. 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 Right. No one's strained. Basically, what happened I, everyone I got matched with, like I could intellectually have a great conversation, but there was absolutely no chemistry whatsoever. What were you saying on yours other than long walks on the beach? I don't even know. Maybe, uh, and I actually think maybe I was misleading. Like maybe I was just too vanilla. Too generic. Yeah, I don't think there were any like checkboxes for are you mouthy? (laughs) 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 Do you like to swear? Yeah, yeah. Um, How inappropriate can you be? There was certainly Mm. nothing about – Fastidious cushion arrangements. No. No, uh, no check boxes for will you force your future family to wear matching Christmas pyjamas from Peter Alexander. That, that really needs to be checked. <laughs> <laughs> I may never have dated again had that been a checkbox. That's true. And I think that's the reason why there aren't these checkboxes, mm. sister. So I had a couple of dates yeah. um, from eHarmony and they were all, yeah, Only a couple. Vanilla. I can't even remember. It just blended into nowhere. So did you do – I was going to say seek. That's that's not – we're looking no, for different things here. Definitely not. RSVC. No. Hold on. Now, no. now that's looking for a pet. Right. Okay. Uh, RSVP. I'm a little bit tired mm. today, I might say. Yeah. Okay. Um RSVP. RSVP. Yeah, thank that you. Was, that was the choice. And I think I was on and off RSVP for a good eight years. Eight years? Mm. Wow. In the end, I dry. treated RSVP <laughs> a bit like just a project. Yeah, mine, mine turned project. into a little bit of just like entertainment. Like mm. I'm bored. I'll just go on a date. Yeah. I mean, I would like you to tell our four listeners um, who aren't our friends from episode seven. We don't have any friends left. After episode after seven. Episode seven. Um, yes, just a little bit about your methodology right. uh, yes. and your Smith Street venue. Okay. So I had I, I was in two different houses, um, not at the same time. <laughs> I didn't live like two lives. But I lived in two houses in suburbs next to each other, the same suburb. And at the first house I had my local bar, which was also the local uh, hangover brunch place as well. And I knew everybody that worked there and I used to often do two dates in one day. I think you stretched it to three. Okay, I I probably You definitely stretched it to three. Modest here. Um but it was kind of safe that way. It was it was my turf, and uh, I could easily just leave, walk home. I could give side eyeballs to the staff if it wasn't going well. And bit of arsenic in the yeah. I mean, no, no. But I, I I felt safe. And then when I moved to the next house, I found another local bar and couldn't quite stretch it to the three because it was 
more afternoon, evening thing, but I could certainly still squeeze in two dates. Now, did you make the mistake when you were first dating of booking a meal with that person? No. No, I was pretty... You started strong. I started strong. I I did not really let food get involved here. I, I found out the hard way. You do not share a meal with someone that you do not know because it's a long long drawn out conversation. A, it is a long time. And actually there was um one guy and I don't think it was a first date, maybe it was a second date. We came became really good friends. I, I'm still friends with him. I don't speak to him very often. He lives interstate. Really lovely guy. But we went to Victoria Street in um Richmond in Melbourne. And there's lots of Vietnamese and Chinese and so on. And I had crispy quail. Have you ever seen me eat crispy quail? I'm sorry for any vegetarians or vegans out there, but it's a bones and all sort of consumption. It's like the the whole, yeah, it sounds really gross. But Mm. if I was dating you, that would have been just a deal breaker. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why we're just friends. Crispy quail, (laughs) really, for six months into the relationship. But yeah. My husband now remembers the first time I ate crispy quail and that's when it sealed the deal for Maybe him. Maybe if you were in eHarmony, you guys would have just connected <laughs> over, do you eat strange small flightless birds together? <laughs> Checkbox, yes. Do you crunch all the way through <laughs> the bones? Like there's nothing left. I just yeah, go for no, it. No. Um, and I remember another date I had, this was with somebody who was only a first or second date, actually on the same street, a restaurant just up the road from quail restaurant and he said do you like spicy I'm like yeah he's like oh you got to try this duck curry again with the birds sorry sorry Mm. birds um and I had it it was so hot but I was so stubborn and wouldn't admit that it was really hot but literally like my eyes and nose and like everything I was flushed and I had to go to the bathroom and I was just like inhaling water which was just making it worse and choking and yeah, that was that you was a moment. You would have delightful coming out of that bathroom. Yeah. Did you yeah. get another date? I did, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you back it up with quail? <laughs> <laughs> Just some ducked quail? Actually, uh, a housemate and this same guy dared me to eat a chilli hole. I just had to chew it, I think, for 20 seconds and then oh, spit it out. That's a long time, a 20-second chew. I didn't back down from dares for a very long time in my life. I just took it. Mm-hmm. And I they laughed so hard. They were just rolling around on the ground. I was I was crying. I was just in the bathroom under the sink, sweating, crying, snotting. It was it was good times. Mm-hmm. I, I don't do that anymore. Don't dare me to eat a chili because I'll just be like, no, it's not happening. Well you just can't eat anything anymore, so Yeah, I'm just a bit old and sensitive now. All right, so where where should we begin? Do you want to hear some of the the stories yeah. or should we? No, we definitely need to hear <clears throat> some of the stories. All right, I'll give you one and then maybe we can go to that book because I feel like that's part of the story as well. Gotcha. Uh, so I remember there's one guy, looks at deceiving, right, on these, on these sites. You got your good angle, mm. put your good side. You got both your eyes in the same direction. And, and that's not always the truth, really. So I met this one guy okay. at a beautiful place in Melbourne, beautiful wine bar, stunning place. Uh, 
and back then, and it was, I would say, like 18 years ago, yeah, about that, uh, $20 glasses of wine, that was a lot mm, back then. That was like a really fancy glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this guy rocks up, and I didn't think it was him because he didn't look anything like his picture. He had a, a very lazy eye, so only one would meet me which is fine if you're expecting it and you're used to it but on a first date when it didn't it wasn't apparent it was very confusing which eye did you focus on um i i tried not to focus anywhere cuz he it just got worse and worse he had a palm pilot do any of our listeners know oh, what a palm pilot is, that- is it's like before blackberries yeah i think it was before did blackberries it have that tiny little pen that came um, with I'm it. I'm pretty like sure you. it had a pen. But this one also had about seven elastic bands holding it together. Mm, uh, that sounds like something Dad would do. Yeah, our Dad would definitely do that. And our Dad would also do this next thing. Uh, he wanted to play um, like some anagram game with me. So he, you know, would say. I would have excused sort of myself word. to the toilet well. And the thing is, right, then that. I got into the game. And then I went again and he's like, whoa, not your turn. Like, oh, he scolded me. He told me off. Then he also told me he can't drive. Uh, I think he had a medical condition. I'm I'm not feeling sympathetic for him at this Mm. point. Uh, And he lives with his mum and his mum dropped him off. I think he was in his early 30s. Uh, it was just not painting a very good no, picture. No, these yeah. sorts of things need to be disclosed prior. Yeah, so I that think you're we need more educated choices, more phone sessions. I think mm. if this was early on when I wasn't really having a good phone session. Anyway, so I remember I ran to the bathroom, I called you up, and then got you to call me when I sat down, and it was so fake and contrived. It was like, oh no, grandma. Oh, of course, I'll be there soon. Hung up, sculled my $20 glass of wine and escaped ran out the door. Yeah, I literally escaped down the stairs. That was probably one of the most uh, amusing and terrible ones. Yeah, I had lots. I went on a date on Brunswick Street to a cocktail bar that's still there and – I had spoken to this guy on the phone before, sounded okay, because I always did the phone check first. Mm -hmm, You were smart. When he turned up, I immediately knew it was not going to be okay. Firstly, he was dressed like Jerry Seinfeld, um, and this would have been 15 years ago, so that's wasn't happening. Yeah, not -hmm. not even. Even for a Seinfeld fan like you. Yeah, just was not okay. And then we opened up the menu He seemed completely overwhelmed by just what to choose. Like, just didn't didn't know the bar and standing there. He's like, "Do you want a beer? We want a glass of wine." This is just a drink choice. Just a drink choice. Like, just just yeah, was in paralysis together, man. Like, just and and then so I said, "What would you recommend cocktail wise?" And you know, he. He said, oh, this, you know, if you want something just a little bit sweet, so it's got a bit of citrus in it, but it's quite fun. And it was like a spring afternoon. I'm like, that sounds good. Anyway, he just piggybacks off my order. He just got what you were having. And he just said, oh, okay, I'll have one of them too. I'm like, 
This is not going well. For Amber, she doesn't want it. No, between the shoes. What were the shoes? Just like white trainers with. I'm wearing white trainers. Like daggy white. I'm wearing ASICs. Daggy white trainers. trainers. Yeah, I'm not on a date with you. (laughs) And just, yeah, terrible jeans. Like I just knew, yeah, it was not, it was not going to. And he was so. overwhelmed and complimentary of like how cool Brunswick Street was oh. and I'm like oh god like this is not it's like That's wow this bar is like really cool like really and I'm like oh Mm-mm. no no if you think this is super cool and you're gonna say that out loud and uh and then he just went on to talk about yeah how he lived with his mum and what I mean let's not open with le- it's okay to to live with your parents he to a was certain 35. age. Not yeah, really. No. Okay, not really. No. You know, maybe if you're in between houses and, you know, one's, you know, you've just sold it has the house. It has to be extenuating circumstances, <laughs> like it's burnt down. Burnt down. I was going to say it's got to be a um, fire for Amber. I'm a little more lenient. But yeah, no. If it hasn't burnt down, you're not Burnt down, there. termite infection. Okay. Infection. Infe- infestation. infestation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else would be okay? Uh, it's been accidentally demolished. That would be possible. How would it be accidentally? I don't demolished? know. Just the wrong house got taken down. Part of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so really, not at all. Nothing is yeah, acceptable. Other than that, no. And I also don't want to hear about you're you. having your floorboards redone. Could accept that. If they're good floorboards, takes a couple of weeks to cure. Okay. You're back at home just for a temporary. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You're having a we, pool put in. I think we can move on okay. from. <laughs> From the reasons that you're getting acceptable. a great indoor pool put in <laughs> and an outdoor uh, pergola area, and yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh, we, I can't even remember where we were now. Like no. what? Okay, so this guy was yeah. So that was okay. Out. All right, you got the drinks. That's where we were. Yeah, we got the drinks, and then the conversation was just so horrendous for the rest with of the, the time. With the drinks, like, the the. Pink. The fluffy pink cocktail. Oh, yeah. So it was a fluffy pink It was cocktail. like a sort of a, yeah, and it had, you know, like the fairy floss on it. Oh, kind of like once we got at Barbie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they were really, really awful. But I just, the fact that. See, if he had chosen the, the fluffy pink yeah. drink, that's cool, right? That's different. If that was his choice, yeah. he's like, I feel like I need a sugar yeah. hit. I'm going for this. Yeah. I'm man enough to accept yeah. this. But not to just piggyback. Just piggyback. Don't piggyback on, on your cocktail. cocktail. No. Don't 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 physically try to piggyback anyone on the first date and then don't piggyback any menu selection choices. On a first date. All right. Is that like can I piggyback on a menu selection? On a first date? Oh, I shouldn't do it either. No. Not that I'm going to be dating. Yeah, this is not a gendered thing. This is just just general. No. Okay. So we don't like. to start strong with an independent perspective. Right. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I. Well, you're married, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, I don't, I'm not sure. Maybe For anyone else out there listening, don't don't piggyback. Don't piggyback. All right, make a strong, independent mm. decision. Right, because also we're not out there just to please. Right, in the first date, you're not there just to please. You're no. there to like interview, really. Exactly. Yeah. You're you're not telling me anything, but you're potentially spineless, inexperienced, and completely out of your comfort zone by choosing my cocktail. Right, tell us how you really think about it's not this. Okay. I wasn't vibing it. So there was no date two. No date two. Yeah. I once had a a guy rock up in a terrible Christmas jumper as if he'd just come from I, I mean, I love a good mm. ugly Christmas knit. Was but, it December? 
I can't remember. I don't think it would have mattered when it was because it was not. He wasn't wearing it ironically or on his way oh, to a party. Okay, he was. Yeah wearing it and I think his grandma knits them and again I don't I don't care how much you love your grandma. Who was the woman? Was it like Jenny Key that did those jumpers or Kendone? Who did the jumpers at least to sell the international airport exit that I don't know. I think dad has like ten of them. Yeah right. Mm. So it, it it was ugly. It was bad. And I thought maybe ironically it would be okay, but it wasn't. He then proceeded to apologise for being late. But not for the jumper. But not for the jumper. Uh, late because of public transport. And I'm like, that's cool. We live in the city. That's fine. He's like, because I'm not allowed to drive anymore. Again, a non-driver. Uh, because I've had too many accidents because I'm a crap driver. Oh. Why would you lead with that? That's just too much sharing. You come in, I don't even know that. That is I've, just something you take to the grave. I don't even think I finished my drink there. Mm. I ordered a beer and I'm just like, no, nah, yeah, I don't even a, think I need to no finish this. On. Yeah, I think I, I didn't even pretend. I'm like, you know what? This isn't going to work. I'm leaving. Bye bye. No. And left. I got you don't a bit. want to be um, 10 years forward driving yourself to hospital because your partner mm-hmm. can't drive mm-hmm. um, because they were so terrible at it. Yeah, that's not That cool. feels safe, doesn't it? No. Uh, yeah, I became quite ruthless after a while where mm. I'd just be like At one point done. I built a vision dating board. Did you do that? Yeah, no, because you already had – you've talked about your vision dating board mm. before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a solid um, investment in time. Mm-hmm. And that's where – so I know we did raise this before about the height restriction mm-hmm. thing. I think in terms of like dating methods between online dating, speed dating – and then a dating agency. So I went to a dating agency. Oh, that's a bit it was like fancy. an American agency. That's like in a 1990s movie or something. Yeah, it was like $5,000 or something. It was quite expensive. Jesus Christ. Yeah. She was And desperate. you go through I mean, the – yes, I was. <laughs> uh, and you go through the, you know, the screening process and anyway, and then they organise the – I think it was called something terrible like – Love and lunch, or it was like something oh, really bad. Speed dating. We haven't talked about that. No, we'll we get haven't. Back to that. But I, they organised the lunch for you at a restaurant, mm-hmm. which is nearly worse because the restaurant knows you're turning up oh. for the date, which is you yeah. know you just get these sad, sympathetic looks, and they kept sending me on dates with very short men. I said to them, "I have a height." I've, you know, I have a height requirement. It's like you must be this high yeah. to ride. Okay, this. the height requirement was <laughs> six. To piggyback this person, you need to be at least this high. Yeah. Uh, so it was a minimum of six foot, which I thought was being generous because really I, the target was six three right. and above. I was just imagining you being piggybacked by a short guy and mm. your legs just like tipping towing along the side. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, they kept sending me on dates with, you know, like five foot six, five foot seven, and I'm five foot seven. I don't want someone the same height mm-hmm. as me. No, it's not going to work. No. Uh, and then she told me I was too fussy and that I should lower my standards. And I'm like, well, that's why I'm paying you to find Screw someone you. over six foot. Didn't think it was that difficult. Hmm. So that didn't work. That was money mm. not well spent. And I did send a scathing email also about the quality mm. of angry the service. Email. Yeah. yeah. I just write the angry emails in my head. I don't often send them, but 
Well, I did in this instance. That was yeah. that was worthy. You know, a second ago you said, I said you were desperate and I was joking and you said, no, I was. <laughs> and it made me think of like the, the different times in dating and the different level of desperation and where that puts you. I remember a time probably leading mid to late 20s, I would say, and I just had this drive to have kids. Mm. Like it, And it felt quite unfair because it didn't feel like it was coming from a place of values or where I wanted to be in my life. It actually felt like it was biological desire, biological drive. Like it was just trying to, you know, escape me, not in the like wandering uterus way. It wasn't kind of going at, you know, the term wandering uterus. No. No? Ah, it's like, you know, kind of predates hysteria, like your uterus is wandering in the female body and that's why – you know, that was the, the cause of so many female complaints and then later on they would become hysterical, you know. Okay. Anyway, let's um let's Google that, go. people, the yeah, wandering the uterus. The wandering uterus. Surely there's a Netflix series about this. Yeah. Anyway, it did feel quite biological, but it made me quite um quite desperate, really. And and combine that with a time where I didn't feel very, you know, confident in my body or confident in myself, there were definitely times where I felt, um, I don't know, where I dated people that I really shouldn't have dated or or became a little bit more clingy and those desperate vibes, they're a bit gross. They're not good. No. No. How many dates did you go out? Like what was the most amount of dates you went on with someone? From one of the sites? Yeah. Probably only about four. Yeah, mine's the same. Three or four at most. Yeah. There was – oh, my God, this is so embarrassing to me. I once dated a, a like a stand-up comedian. I dated a stand-up Did comedian you? too. Yeah. Isn't it the same one? No. And I really – He was, was six really, foot six. Oh, no, this guy was much short. Actually, he was under six foot. There's no way oh you would goodness, have been no. into this guy. Anyway, I really liked him and – at the time, and please don't judge me, people, like we've all been young before, I was doing open mic poetry nights. I remember when you went through your open mic. Open mic. And do you know I still get a little bit of a trauma response when I hear somebody do the, you know, the click-click they do instead of clapping at, like, parts of the stand-up. I don't like it at all. But it was a way of expressing myself. And I, on our second date, oh, no. got up and did stand-up poetry. Like in one of my like really heartfelt poems. Oh. And he was there. And you get pretty deep in your Oh, it was deep. And it's back the then. porn star voice, mixed with and therapist I, voice, mixed but with I like also had the, I was getting into the poetry rhythm as well. Oh, I was trying God. to mimic if you some can of only that see poetry. the gyrating <laughs> doing facial a wrong and thing. body <laughs> movements that Jade is making now, you would be very uncomfortable, mm. very uncomfortable. Um, and it might have been the next date where I was literally standing on the street and he never showed up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Poetry was out. Poetry. Did you do that again with any other dates? I, no, I, I don't not. think I did poetry again after mm. that. So, yeah, poetry is probably not a good one early it's on in a, a relationship. Yeah, yeah, I dated a stand-up comedian too, although I'm pretty sure he was sort of a B-grade stand-up comedian. 
He was exceptionally funny, but what we sort of, we did actually date for quite a while, actually, but not in a serious way. But I think what we discovered was, well, certainly what I discovered, A, he was quite dark and tormented. Well, so many of the comedians are. Yeah. And the other thing was we just continually tried to outsmart each other. And so it was just a constant battle of intellectual Mm -hmm. wit. Uh, You're just trying to one-up each other. Yeah, we just constantly tried to one-up each other. And so it wasn't a particularly relaxing. No, then it becomes a bit more kind of picky and it can get a bit dark. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it wasn't wasn't a good vibe. It wasn't a good vibe. No, we ended that. So in in the same time as I was dating this comedian, my friend and I who lived together, this is when I was working with you, read the book. What was the book? You've got it up there. What was it called? The Complete Book of Rules, Time-Tested Secrets for Capturing the Heart of Mr. Right. Oh, now, ladies, doesn't that sound like feminine movement? Mm, that in... delightful. <laughs> Time-Tested Secrets Feminist for movement Capturing right the Heart of Mr. Right. That's surely got to have been written by an American. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Is that and the same time that the book The Secret, the Secret came No, out? The Secret came out a little bit later. Okay. But this is the prequel was equally, to the Yeah, it was a prequel to The, to the Secret. Uh, it was equally as uh, flawed, though. You know, some of the things it said were like, don't answer messages straight away, don't answer the first time he oh, calls, play like get. play hard to get, don't book like, new dates on a Friday night because that's giving them your opportunistic, mm, you know, your golden time. Too much. Yeah. Right? You've got to do a Tuesday night. Don't be too interested. Don't message straight away the next day. Wait for him to message you. I'm like, Jesus Christ. The Did games. you try any of these? Oh, I, yeah. I was like living this philosophy, lady. I was like, mm. it wasn't working. No. No, but it was it's so cringy to think about it now that I'm like, oh yeah, I don't want to be so desperate. I've got to like, you know, play hard to get a bit and it was awful. Sorry, I'm only available Tuesday from six till seven. Yeah. Like how non genuine is that? Mm. If you're free Friday night, you're free Friday night. You wanna catch up? You don't. It it yeah, it was actually quite nauseating to think about now. I wonder if those games still go on. Oh, of course they do. Of course, yeah, of course they do. You know, I, I, I work with people. I hear people's stories, uh, you know, the younger people that I work with and the, oh, should I call him? Should I not call him? Should Have I messaged back too quickly? Now he's not messaging me. It's still, they're still going on, but having a book telling you yeah. that it's okay for them to go on rather than, you know, building that anxiety rather than actually being genuine I've got to tell you a story about, so the guy living with his mum that was sending the buff photos of himself, so he had like a gym set up at home. He was about 37. Mm. 37 Mm. and still living at home. Um, It's a bit creepy. It was creepy. and Unless your house is burnt down. And he was creepy. 
and he called my work and he I had not given him where I worked. I had not even given oh, him stalker. I'm trying to think even how he got my last name. There was something Oh, no, it wasn't I think I told him maybe where I'd grown up or there was some part of the conversation that he had literally then pieced together and done some sort of Google search and then called my work because I wasn't returning his calls. And Okay, then that's desperate. I'm yeah. sure the rules book would not have condoned that. He went on and on and on and I just was not – I went on one date with him. I probably had two phone calls and <sighs> was just not interested at all. Like he was way too into his gym. That was never going to be my vibe. No. Um yeah, so I knew it was never going to work and he kept sending me these photos of, you know, himself working out or he was always topless, which I just thought was a bit yeah, it's creepy. Gross. I don't want to see them. And then, yeah, he called my work. Do you want to see them? What are we? What is them? Anything, anything <laughs> underneath, anything lower than the tracksuit pants that he had on. Okay. Um, and, yeah, then when he called my work, yeah, I'm like, that's... actually, this is just not okay. And um, he, he, like, he'd sent me like 30 emails. What? Um, yeah, it was just getting, it was getting bad. So I, I had to threaten to call police. Like I just mm. said, if you continue to harass me, like it was becoming harassing. And then I think I went off RSVP for well over a year after that because I was You're just scared yeah, off. I was just like, this is not cool. Mm. And then I think I went through my speed dating phase. So I went back to analog, old school, face-to-face. Speed dating was. Yeah, speed dating. So I went to my first speed dating was right in the city and it was in this bar that obviously had been the whole bar had been, you know, rented out for these little speed dating things. Was it the one near, the soup one near... um the laneway on that one? Not one in Richmond. No, no, no. This was right in the city. What's the laneway? De Graves? Yeah, it would have been near, somewhere near, but it was up super, on a... And then you go upstairs. And yeah, it was definitely upstairs. Yeah, yeah. I think I went to the same one. Yeah. And it um, just had the oddest collection oh, didn't of they? males to interview. They're almost like a lot. It was almost like a lineup. Like when you see in the movie and they've just got a whole heap of. It was weird. I had absolutely nothing in common with any of them. So I did not, you know, how you've got a check box for who you're I never went and met one after that. No. So there would have been, I reckon, 15. Jeez, that's a lot to get through, isn't it? 15 guys. And I think you did multiple rounds with them. And didn't the girl stay in one seat and the guy. Move yeah, along. the guy moved around. Yeah. Yeah, because we just, don't want to have to get up. No. It, yeah, it was really – it was terrible. And then so afterwards there's, you know, like a bit of kind of mingling at the end, mm-hmm. which is always – it's even worse. It's, it's even more like, awkward. Yeah, networking but for dating. Mm-hmm. And um, what I was most surprised about and actually then also most heartbroken by was just all of the girls were just – really good looking, really fun, yep. just great, smart women. And of the 15 girls, eight of us ended up going out for cocktails that night together. 
So from the speed dating, wow. no one connected with a guy, but eight of us went out for another three hours drinking cocktails. I think I could do speed dating for friends. Yeah. Like, is there a thing? Maybe there's not a thing. Maybe I need to start a thing. No. But I'm like, this is like they they were just smart, sassy. And I'm like, this and is really sad. And the guys really had palm pilots. This, yeah. They're just, <laughs> they, they were not okay. They were. There was one guy where as soon as I sat down, I'm like, I can just tell this is not going to work. And it wasn't just on his appearance. He was just, it wasn't okay. I went to the bathroom and just stood at the sink and waited till the bell rang. <laughs> I just did. And then the bell rang and I came back oh, out again. Sorry. I'm like, oh, gee, time's up. Goodness. <laughs> Goodness me. And then I went to another one in Richmond. I don't know if you ever went to that one on Church Street. I don't know. I can't remember. And that had, yeah, just as many unsuccessful executions but there was one guy who was just like really good looking you know quite shy but um we had a lot in common we had a good chat I'm like okay so I checked him and then he checked me and I'm like oh my god like this is a miracle it's happened and um and I can't remember I think afterwards you can't sort of say you're going you have to wait for the um, yeah. details to come back. So yeah. the next day or a couple of days after he called me and I'm like, oh, awesome. Cause like he was really good looking, looking forward mm-hmm. to going on a date with him. Do you know what he said? Oh no. what do he say? He's like, I really enjoyed meeting you, but I have to be honest. And I'm like, oh God, oh, like he's either gay or like what's happening. He's like, I only came because my therapist said I needed the practice because I have, yeah, social anxiety, social anxiety yeah. issues. So why did he tick I'm the like, box? Why did you tick the box? Are you, you meant to be on exposure to... therapy for him? Yeah. And not like in expo- exposure therapy is a thing. Mm. Look it up. It's not like yeah, exposing. Not just me exposing <laughs> and then piggybacking him home. That's not how it's going to roll. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. He didn't have to tick the box, mate. You could have just turned up. And if he did tick the box – and he did then like you, he didn't have to tell you. No, because this could have gone on one more date and then that'd be it. Right. It and would have been more I'm exposure therapy for anything. him for free. Exactly. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with telling somebody you have a therapist because it's it's commonplace, but actually at that time it was not commonplace to say I have a therapist no. or as accepted as it is now, let alone I'm only calling you because my therapist sent me there. Yeah. <laughs> So, so that was a feel good moment. I don't think I went on speed dating again. Mm. Did you didn't continue to see no. this fella? No, no, no. He didn't help him it. out with his therapy. No, I did not. I yeah. didn't care about his therapy. No, he didn't. Yeah. Okay, cool. How long have we been rambling? Uh, Anything else? Getting into the wrong Uber is that part that's of this? My semi-precious moment. Oh, sorry, I was just gave it away. Do we have any, like, tips for the generation that are dating now or is that, like, too wanky? Yeah, I just don't even know. Don't read the rules book. (laughs) Don't read the rules book or The Secret. No, don't read either of those. Uh, I would say, though, I think it's smarter to take a photo of yourself that mildly underplays your actual 
aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing worse than turning up and being disappointed because someone hasn't met expectations. Well, yeah. And, and you know, like you see so many photos of, well, just people in general, but women, yeah. you know, because they have the advantage of makeup and hair and yeah. jewellery and they've clearly just taken it from a very specific angle. You know, on that note, I remember on the 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 RSVP days that I had a like a decent photo of myself, wasn't a bad photo, but it wasn't a you know kind of sexy Glamour. photo or yeah. anything. And then I don't know, one of my friends took a photo and it just it had the right angles. I was made up. It was cleavagey. Mm. It was a sexy photo. And my friend dared me after a few drinks to change my profile pic to that. And I did. And within like, no kidding, within an hour, I was like the number one. You did, Do you remember the oh, rankings? Yes, the rankings. Yeah. yeah the I most like, viewed. The most viewed. Pro- and I like hit like this new record high. And it kept, it stayed there. Now, it wasn't the genuine me of all angles. It, it was just this flattering, booby, sexy photo. And it was awful. I had to change it back because, firstly, you're just getting guys that are only attracted to the picture. They weren't even time to read the profile. Yeah, there wasn't and even going into picture three no, or four. Yeah. No, you just got the superficial guys. You just got the people that were out there for It also shitted me people who only had one photo. Don't give us one photo. No. That's too misleading. I need to see you from multiple angles in multiple outfits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just, yeah, Just one. the one. And because if I photo. spotted a fishing top or a fishing shot in there, yeah, it's all over. Or like a, a singlet top, like a mm. tang singlet Bing top. Bing Yeah, that not, was out. It wasn't going to work for you? No. No. Yeah, you need the multiple shots to make an assessment. Mm-hmm. Background and environment. Don't also. have your arm around your ex-girlfriend and no, chop her out. Chop her I out. have seen yeah. so many, so of, many those. of those. And yeah. they'd confess to it later. I'm you like, can, oh, see, you can still see the hair, like the yeah, blonde yeah, hair poking <laughs> out from the side. I'm like, she looks skinny. Mm. <laughs> you don't do that. Don't either. do that either. <laughs> that was crap. I mean, in saying that, I did meet my husband on RSVP. Wow, she mm. just drops that in there. Mm. Uh, I do feel like my photo was a bit misleading. I don't think my photo said mouthy, mouthy. feminist, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> mm. ball-breaking um, cushion. So I had – it was a shot taken from Fiji. So I had one of those um, cocktail glasses with the frozen – cocktails it was like a pink was it just one photo amber you saying no i had lots of this was my hero hero right okay and so my hair was up in some sort of messy bun ensemble so you look like a relaxed sort of i looked relaxed i also had like a watermelon pink shoestring strap dress on which mm-hmm. for anyone who knows me, it's not knows, really her. It's none not. of those things are my vibe. So I think yeah. I came across as like when in Fiji, like yeah, like quite <laughs> you know easygoing and breezy and feminine, mm-hmm. girly, loving my cocktails. Yeah, sounds yeah. like a sanitary commercial, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, and it's I just had you. this very twee sort of smile on my face, but yeah, 
was mm-hmm. not me. Anyway, it worked for this, yeah, in this instance. It did. And yeah. he's suffering the consequences. He's he suffering the consequences <laughs> now. Yeah. Misguided. Yeah. But Fiji he was on later. RSVP for 48 hours and I was on for nearly eight years. So this says something about this. <laughs> I told him he just got lucky and he's like, well, statistically I feel like it's mm. the opposite is that you got lucky. She just brainwashed him. On. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And saying, aren't you so fortunate that You're you so found this amazing cat? You so fortunate that you got the cat that's been on here for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I did continually renew and rejuvenate my profile there. Oh, not not after. Sorry, I got confused. No, before he came along. Yes. Right. Good. Yeah. <laughs> not after. Uh, yeah, you had to change it up. But wasn't it amazing how you would change it up and get guys yeah, that had, but but guys that had overlooked you in the first you know, instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first. It was moment. always awkward when I found clients on there. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that would be awkward if I did. You know, if I was in the dating scene now, that would be really awkward. We see patients. Mm, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I guess I wasn't a Your good couple therapist. Not true. <laughs> yeah. Well, aren't we still working on these issues? <laughs> this is a bit preemptive. <laughs> ah, this is just a story. This has not happened. Um, all righty. Anything uh, left? Any other dating shenanigans? No. I mean, but are you going to write a book? Just you just want me to write the book, whereas I feel like I'm on more serious topics now. Mm. We'll just write a book then. I know. I start a new book each <laughs> Don't week. Don't try to digress into. I can't talk about these frivolous things, but yeah. I probably can. I, I do have a new book idea like every week, mm. and I start it, and sometimes it just sits there on my computer. In a Word document, not even saved or titled, <gasps> like just sitting there, just, just waiting to die. One. It's just like risking. It just fills me with anxiety. What are you doing? I don't know. That's just how I live. I have to Life have the it edge. saved, categorised, yeared. I don't even know versions. where to find it once I close it. I don't even know where it's gone. Oh, God, it's like somewhere. I can't, I can't even. In there. I haven't even figured out how to work my Mac at the moment. I'm just I'm a bit confused. I don't know if where you were my single files now, are. though. Would mm. you go back to online dating? Yep, I would. It, you know, I still have lots of people coming in and they're like, how do you mean online? So it's still working. I mm. think in actual fact I probably didn't need to then but I would need to now because back then it was just you could just go to bars mm. or go to barbecues or your friends and there was lots of people at the barbecues that, we're still single of your friends and so on and so forth, whereas now everybody's married and I still feel disappointed and- <laughs> that I didn't meet my husband reaching for the same book in a bookstore because that was my pipe dream. Oh, she's yeah. a Notting Hill. Romantist. Yeah. Romantist? No, that's not a word. Romantic. Romantic? Yeah. yeah. That would have been nice. Look, I still think that that can- – I still like to think that can happen for people. For you. One day. <laughs> one day. One day. <laughs> Just gonna, <laughs> you know like what? I'd still probably do it the same way for <laughs> a local bar. Same and just... bar. <laughs> Have I learned any lessons? No, because I think I got efficient at it, and it didn't. It didn't work for me. But I don't think that's obviously. It's not the case that it doesn't work mm. for everybody. 
voice. You know what I would say is don't waste time having long messaging sessions with them. You get their details, you exchange details, you have a phone call, you feel an okay vibe, you meet them, move on. How many people waste time talking and messaging back and forth? Well, you're just wasting your It's a bit of a false banter, the old text banter, isn't it? It is. Yeah, you could just see them and just go, yeah, exactly. you got to meet quickly. That's what I learned in the end. you got to talk and then meet quickly and then move along. Mm. I would have had hundreds, I would say, dates. Oh, yeah, we haven't even talked about volume. Yeah, I had lots. Yeah, I had hundreds. I was too. plowing through that. I had free time, like, you know, get home from work, get home from the gym. What do you got to do? Just, just put three dates in. Just <laughs> pop, in, pop in a few dates on a Monday night. And especially because the bars were only like a five-minute walk from my yeah. house. It's very easy. You're well located. Yeah. Did anyone ask you to meet at the Zagamis? Was there? I don't know. There was. Was there one? Yeah. Zagamis has been around for years. Sizzler? Sizzler. Oh, my God. No. no. Sloppy Joe's. What is Sloppy Hoobers. Joe's? Hooters. Mm. No, I only went to my locals or a few nice wine bars. I don't think I went to a nice wine bar after I had to scold my twenty dollars glass mm. of Pinot Noir or whatever it was because that was a lot back then. I tended to kind of just then stick to a beer or a house wine or something easy. <laughs> that way I could just leave it if I needed and to. Yeah, ditch and run, mm. skull and run, and it's easier to skull a beer. I've done it lots and lots of times. So yeah, I feel like a G and T would sit in that territory. Like you could skull a G and T pretty quickly. Yes, but also G and T can be over pretty quickly if it's mm. got a lot of ice. Well, I tend to ask like, for a tall glass with yeah, my G and Ts, but right. if I was dating, I'd probably just go a good old standard okay. glass. Right, I think how yeah. three sips, we're out. Three sips, we're out. It's just a good yeah. shot. Yeah, straight in. <laughs> Just we have could two just cowboys, line thanks. Yeah. The shots are and just say, okay, you got one shot. All right, next guy. Yeah. Okay, next shot. Yeah. Did you say lip sip suck? Lip sip suck? Is that what you said? No. Oh, I don't but like, know. You know, you know, tequila shots. Oh. Yeah. That wouldn't be good cool yeah, no, for a first date. Really a date thing. I do remember on, it might have been like my fourth date with my now husband, I decided to have a cunning plan and get him drunk and me stay sober because he was coming to meet friends and you on that night. Why do you want drunk version Well, I of just him? thought because I thought if he has a few drinks, then you'll be able to sort of suss him out and he'll be a bit oh looser. Oh, my God, does yeah, he know this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and what's so amusing, he does know this, is that, of course, I'm probably – much less in control of my alcohol substance than he is. So I got drunk. He had to bring me home and I passed out on the lounge and he had just put a blanket over me. Yeah. Hashtag still married. (laughs) (laughs) There's the uh, moment for you. And I'm like, damn it. That just completely killed my strategy. Backfired. Semi-precious moment. Where's our semi-precious? No, we don't have one. That's the gem. Oh, the gem. I don't, what, do we have any little uh, gems? Look, there were several little gems in there. Mm. I think it's all Yeah, I think that might have passed. I used to travel a lot, people. Haven't travelled in a few years. Recently went to Singapore with the family. Uh, I don't do too well when I'm hungry. 
We didn't have the buffet breakfast. Why did we not have the buffet breakfast? Anyway, woke up early, uh, had to wait an hour and a half for my family to wake up. So I'm in a hotel room with nothing to eat or drink, waiting for everybody to wake up. We didn't get to a breakfast place until 9.30 a.m., which is 11.30 Melbourne time. That is not okay for me. Like I I am I'm hangry at this point. I'm quite hot. There's a bit of a lead in because I want you to have sympathy for me mm. and not for the other people around me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm overstimulated, all right? There's lots of sights and sounds and smells and and everything. My husband orders me because he can see I'm overwhelmed and when he can see that I'm overwhelmed and, and hangry, it's time for him to just step in, step and, in and just order, smart. right? Yep. There wasn't a croissant inside. Uh, so he orders me their toast set and I look at it and it just looks like little toast soldiers on the picture and two boiled eggs. I'm like, cool. Had a debate with the woman because I can't have lactose milk anymore and a bit high maintenance and she says with oat milk. I'm like, fine, uh, that'll be fine. It'll be gross but it'll be fine. So the coffee is pretty much black with like little floating curds. If you ever put mm, oat milk into yeah, coffee, it just separates. It's not great. The toast is in little soldiers, two pieces of bread, and it's got like brown paste inside it. I have no idea what it is, but just the unknown was making me angry because mm. I just wanted toast. And anyway, baby paste. It wasn't. Anyway, so then I crack my boiled egg and it is completely raw, like the white. And everything like it, it looked like it had been attempted to be cooked because there was whitishness to the white, but it was all liquid. And then I'm like, oh, that must be a mistake. So in another kind of bowl plate thing, I cracked the other one and it's the same. And I just sat there staring at it and getting hangrier by the minute. So I'm like, all right, I'm like, I'm dry retching at this point. I've got to say something there was a huge long queue waiting for their to order their food but I just had to go up and so I've got these two raw eggs and these two like half bowl dishes I said I'm sorry but my eggs are raw and then as I'm explaining this to her I'm like hand she's like putting her hands out and I'm handing and then they all just like slip out onto the counter and like Mm. she's grabbing tissues and she's like if you wanted them cooked you should have told me. What? what? No, like I, I, like I just, I didn't need them like overcooked. I just needed them not raw, and and then I was all flustered, and I sat back down again, and some other lady from the other table, she says, "That's that's how they're served here. That is it. That's how they eat them raw. Yeah, I think they're called half cooked eggs or something. Oh, that's so gross. Uh, it, yeah, and I felt really like one of those angry, entitled Westerners uh, being really fussy and complaining, and I kind of was. But I did—I honestly didn't know if I knew if the picture, other places had the picture of it and even said half-cooked eggs or something. Like, well, I just didn't know. Anyway, and the brown paste on the inside was um, the bean paste, and it was really sweet. So they have this sweet bean paste and dip it into the raw egg. They came and bought me a cold, hard-boiled egg, and I ate the cold, hard-boiled egg with my sweet bean paste toast. It sounds delightful. And um, 
Then my 12-year-old was so furious with me. She was like, you are so embarrassing. How how can you complain? I'm like, as soon as the food hit my belly, I was yeah. fine again. Moral of the story is don't judge a hangry person. Like they're going to be crazy and rude and irrational and I really wanted to go back the next day and apologise for being <laughs> obnoxious tourist. But I feel like though that, yeah, I mean – that's just one of those cultural mm-hmm. differences where you don't know. It was. I just didn't know. And I just, there was no way I could eat the raw egg, but I didn't need to tip it over her, which I also didn't mean to do. Once in about year nine, my friend made fried eggs for me, which I later realized like she can't cook at all. And um, served them and they slid off the fry pan, but was still. Like they had just been so lightly fried that even the whites were still transparent on the mm-hmm. top. So the oak was like completely. Did you call like it oak? Yolks. Oh, they said oak. Sorry. Maybe I did say it. <laughs> The yolks were completely yolky. And, but the whites were just like still transparent. Oh, Amber, you've, you got to Google this. These, it was just a, a pool. The whole thing with liquid, the whites were just. A creamy liquid. Yeah, that's gross. Mm. Um, all right. All right, yours. Let's wrap this up. It's it's not very long. I was in Sydney recently and I was someone else was picking me up in their Uber. And so I didn't know what number plate their Uber was. I was just standing on the corner and they're like, We'll pick you up. And so an Uber, a, a car came past that was the same, of course, white Camry, like mm-hmm. vanilla. The person in the front seat who had blonde hair was waving at me. So I'm like, well, that's the girl that I'm waiting for. So I jump in the Uber. And had, it, had it pulled over or it was it just like over. stopped at yeah. the lights? And it wasn't my Uber at all. You just jumped in. I just girls. jumped in and the girl's like, what are you doing? Like she was just getting ready to get out. I don't yeah. know why she was waving. I don't know who she was waving to. Maybe someone <laughs> behind me. I'm not really sure. And then and then I hopped out and then the client and the girl I was waiting for was in the Uber behind, saw me get out of this other Uber and they're like, like what are you doing? Like, yeah, I just got into the wrong Uber. Anyway, so that was my hashtag semi-precious. Yours was a lot yeah. smaller. It was a lot smaller, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Episode nine uh, is going to be all about what I would tell my 25-year-old self. Some of which... We've disclosed here. Yeah, there's plenty. 25 is a good age for was me personally. It? Yeah. I might have to um, ask my friend who is my oldest friend. What you were like at 25. What, what I should have told myself yeah, maybe when I was 25. Maybe she can like, yeah. All right. Well, if you'd like to keep listening to more of our ramblings, follow and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Are we now on all platforms? Uh, yeah, I think we're so. across the platforms. Let us know if we're not, mm. if you've got a platform of choice. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, thanks for listening. Until next time, embrace your uncut and unpolished selves. See ya. Bye. Bye. This podcast represents the personal opinions of Amber and Jade. No content should be taken as advice or recommendations.